0: sports professor Rick Haro, and we are on the record every week this podcast will take you inside the 1.3 trillion dollar business of sports the top deal making issues the top tech issues and the top social responsibility issues plus a blockbuster interview with someone who you might not have heard from in the world of sports but having a profound effect on its impact let's get started Sports, Professor Rick Harrow inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports, and you're on the record. Busy weeks, hockey, football, basketball, all sports, baseball, record ratings, major golf, heading into another major at the U.S. Open, and then across the pond, and the more that's being done, the more we understand the importance of economic impact in sports, and here are the deal-making issues of the week, three to one. Southampton, New York Red Bulls, and Bristol City are using Teamwork's hub to streamline their academy operations. They've integrated the Teamwork hub into their operations, and the College Sports Power 5 conferences are involved with this group, including 150 professional sports teams, internal software, communication, network platforms and the bottom line is there is a great relationship between vertically integrated teams and their ability to use tech to their benefits. Two. Avenue Capitals Mark Lazary launching a sports investment firm. He sold his stake in the Bucks at 3.5 billion after buying the team a decade ago for 500 million. He said he'd only been interested in sports always, wanted to do a sports fund. Huge opportunity for media rights. And the bottom line, he says, is this is the right time. He wants to do the sports fund. He bought a major league pickleball team with former tennis star James Blake for 100000 before the league launched in 2021. Today, it's $10 million. Bottom line is this is a great investment opportunity, and he is a classic investor. One Memorial Day weekend, we think Indy 500, but not necessarily the nascar all-star race kyle larson dominated his win his third all-star race earned a million in the cup series return to north willsboro speedway following a 27-year absence the bottom line is the second and third place winners get some significant dollars baba wallace finished second in the 200 lap non-points exhibition race followed by tyler reddick chase briscoe and chase elliott all of these folks. It's important. The other issue is as tracks continue to expand around the country, it's good to know that one of the premier tracks, North Wilkesboro, is alive and well. That's deal making issue number one. Speaking of number one and the deal regarding visiting communities and economic impact, it's the second, and let's call it our series, of what it means to generate economic impact in a community. Last podcast, Devin Marley, who is the mover behind downtown Phoenix and the Phoenix partner investor folks that are trying to continue to bring sports facilities and other entertainment facilities to that region. Here is a broader perspective with a similar mandate in the same region, but he does different things. Ron Price, the president and CMO of the entity called Visit Phoenix, their mandate is to promote the power of travel to elevate quote our communities and inspire our visitors he has a membership of a thousand businesses it's doing business marketing and brand campaigns can't think of a better community to do it in he was the cmo and president of the arlington texas cvb convention visitors bureau after 12 years at the marriott corp so he knows his stuff And he's got his work cut out for him. Diamondbacks, very important in town. looking at facility options. The Suns are there. The Cardinals there. Uh, Clearly, economic impact abounds with Super Bowl, Final Fours, All-Star Games. What about the Coyotes? Between uh, podcasts, the uh, Tempe uh, electorate voted down a referendum for the Coyotes. Are they on the move? I guess we'll have to see. And the person who can evaluate all of this and put it in perspective... Ron Price, here he is now. Give me an elevator speech of the uh, of the uh, uh, unique credentials of Ron Price. Well, it's uh,
1: you know it's been a lot of fun, and and I grew up in the hotel side and had the opportunity to work for Marriott for a number of years, and uh, part of my last stint with Marriott was getting into the hotel development side, and it really um, opened up an opportunity for me to fall in love with building things, and I think that was a unique feature where I got to learn a lot about economic development, uh, the development of, of entertainment projects, and uh, which led me to uh, a couple places, then stopped in, in Arlington, Texas, which you just mentioned. And by the time we um, uh, finished up in Arlington, or my, I finished up there, I think they're off to like a four, four and a half billion dollar development, which include a brand new ballpark and entertainment district, and you know the math is all there all the fun uh, attributes of what uh, sports brings to a region uh, as far as the the, do- the bottom line and and hosting these mega events uh, it's fun to work with uh, great owners such as jerry jones and uh, the owners uh, of the texas rangers and, and ray davis and then transitioning out here just a couple years ago and and getting to to do the same thing out here is has been a lot of fun so uh, you know just off the heels of hosting the super bowl waste management open and and um, a few more announcements we're gonna be making soon. Oh, you know, it's it's fun to kind of have these breadcrumbs of looking back and, and even here of uh, being associated with these big, big economic events.
0: Yeah, they're not they're not breadcrumbs in in Arizona, they're they're <laughs> ba- they're, they're bakeries. They, they they have a lot they have a lot of bread there, and you're yes. a part of that. So let's just uh, do one more thing about about uh, uh, the Dallas area or the Metroplex. Yeah. You had the benefit of working with uh, well, Mayor Klux, legacy, and all of the politics involved in putting Arlington, Texas, basically uh, on the map with not only a football stadium, but then uh, a new uh, Texas Rangers ballpark to replace the old one, uh, right. an entertainment district, and, and, and now an esports facility, which is also incredible. And it's all the same kind of math, as you said, right? Heads in right. beds, bringing people to the community, keeping them longer, and having to spend more money.
1: That's right. You know, one of the big things I learned a long time ago is because tourism done right can build a community. And it really depends on what your your vision is for that community you're serving. Uh, economic development and tourism uh, really can change the course of community. And so when we had the opportunity to um, vision out what Arlington could be, um, and Arlington being right in the middle of, of Dallas and Fort Worth, uh, we'd always heard and seen that we've been recognized as the capital in Texas for sports and entertainment. So how do we take advantage of that and uh, how do we really lean into that? And uh, that's that's really what kind of drove us into creating a vision of what the future of that entertainment district uh, would be all about in Arlington. Uh, We had a wonderful ballpark and and, uh, which is now uh, being used for the XFL. Uh, Beautiful stadium, but it just didn't have a roof on it. And uh, I think at the time it was the second hottest ballpark in America uh, that caused a, a problem for the players. And we also knew that we needed the glue around the stadiums we had people who'd come in for a game and leave and uh, that's where we got off to what's missing and if we could paint any picture we want uh what's needed and we knew that you know having uh texas live which is just a very vibrant uh entertainment uh project there would be a great one and then also we needed some hotels so lowe's uh had made a major investment as you know in in building their first hotel and i think they're about to uh, open up their second hotel out there 888 key uh, hotel and convention center and uh, but part of that going back you know working with so many leaders in the in the space um, had an opportunity to do a project with nyu uh, the tisch school of global sport and i asked the question to to the graduate students is what's next and uh, you'll laugh they came back and said well esports is next and i honestly thought they were talking about drone racing i had no idea what esports was Wow. And uh, sure enough, they they convinced us, and we made a major investment into owning the first esports stadium in America. And uh, you know, part of that is is not just the economics of of bringing people to it, but that PR value of being the first in a space to a global sport uh, brought a lot of attention to Arlington. So that it just keeps compounding.
0: And, and and as one quasi professional tip to another, don't admit you don't know anything about esports. It's, it's not good. It's, <laughs> oh. it's not. It's not a good look. Oh, oh then no. not now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a black belt now. I have a black yeah, belt. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get. It. I understand. Uh, all right, so now you. we're now we're now we're moving to Arizona, and yeah. uh, you know, visit visit Phoenix. It's a job that's made for somebody who understands how important mega events are to the fabric of of tourism, but also weekend trips and all of that uh what, what was your first impression uh, when you get to, got to Arizona what, what were the attributes that made your this job attractive for you in in the valley of the sun
1: yeah you know what having haven't never lived out here I will tell you I visit out here quite often this is where the Texas Rangers uh play their their spring ball and um you, you see that it's uh, you know the peak of of the season March out here it's it's just I mean it's paradise and uh, once you move out here and you start to see how the community really sets itself up well to host these mega events uh, a vibrant downtown uh, so many great partners and and cities around us uh, that are partners of ours whether it be scottsdale mesa tempe and, and glendale uh very close proximity which is very similar to what we had in dfw uh, and really the state-of-the-art facilities and so you had a willingness of of our industry partners as well as a lot of our sports owners. That want, to, that want to really be known as being a capital of, of some of these major events and uh, are willing to, to make the right investments in a city that's willing to do that as well. And so uh, some of the, the best attributes coming out here, and what I've never realized until I heard Roger Goodell mention it uh, with the Super Bowl is when you come to uh, the Valley, um, all his major corporate entities could take ownership of one of our resorts versus we right. yeah, have part of this hotel and part of that hotel um all the you know the timing the the time of year uh, ha- plays a lot into it the weather is just incredible uh but then you get into you know the culinary scene and all the other attributes that just make for a wonderful destination which is why we're not just a top enter- entertainment and, and sports event capital but also meetings and conventions it all plays into that
0: it, it, it clearly does and 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 you have the benefit of having some uh some pretty significant uh, team partners in, in Arizona Uh, The Diamondbacks, for example, are in the middle of evaluating their long-term stadium future. You have to do it well in advance. Uh, uh, The the downtown stadium has served them really well. Uh, Don't know quite what the future is. But I I think it sounds almost like the Dallas experience, a little comparable, especially uh, the baseball piece of it, because uh, you have Mesa, you have Glendale, you have uh, Scottsdale. But the downtown is really important because of where it is and what it is. That stadium that currently exists downtown for the Diamondbacks really important, correct?
1: Uh, that's correct. You know, they they you look at uh, kind of the anchors. You have the Diamondbacks and their their ballpark, and and they do need um, they need to have some um, investment put in there. I think I lost yeah. you. Okay, there we go. And they need to have some investment put in there. And we're also looking at to your point. This is it's it's reminiscent. If you look back to what we did in in Texas. And the entertainment district, you know, the uh, what are the things that if we can paint any picture we want, what do we want the future of our downtown to look like that will will support what the city would like to have, but also support what these uh, sport franchises are looking to do. You know, so many times and I've learned this through the years, you can look around the different sports. It's it's you know, they're starting to build cash registers outside the stadium. And so you'll see investments from teams building restaurants or or. Class A office space hotels. Uh, the more of those you have, the more money you can invest into the the players on the field, and uh, it's a smart strategy. It builds up a downtown, and when you can start to align the needs uh, from both sides, it makes it a win win. So, yeah, our goal is, is to work closely with our with our partners, the D backs, understand what they're looking to achieve, and for us, uh, from a visitor standpoint, those are great amenities for us that live here and also for our visitors. Uh, not just for you know the 81 home games in baseball, uh, if you will, and right across the street you have uh, the Phoenix Suns who uh, have new ownership. They're also yeah. very interested in, in this
0: type of investment too. So,
1: yeah, it's it's a fun time to be in Phoenix for sure.
0: Well, and and the other the other issue uh, from somebody who's been uh, kind of a a veteran of. Uh, of, of uh, stadium controversies over the last um, nine million years of my life. Uh, it, it's the economic impact stuff, which is your bread and butter. Right. often a lot of uh, constituents glaze over when they see numbers that uh, no one knows what a multiplier impact uh, effect is, even right. though we try as hard as we can as professionals to do it. But the interesting thing about mega events, you got a baseball stadium and you got a commitment that it'll cause spring training to be more vibrant a yeah. but out of towners, out of towners, out of towners. but also, right. All star games in, in one, two, in the length of a bonding period. This is a story you can tell uh, that people come in from out of town. You know, they spend money, they stay longer. It, right. it, it, it helps the narrative, right? Yeah,
1: you're exactly right. I mean, that's that's kind of been that that um, that strategy um, going forward is you know two things is you can always activate these these incredible facilities um, um, outside those 81 home games. And that's that's the that's the goals. How do you how do you really take that from eighty one active days and move it into more of a three sixty five scenario? And they have done a wonderful job with that, with the concerts in place, with um, all the other activities that they're able to bring in that helps generate revenues uh, for the community. Uh, it also you know allows for them to do more in the community and placemaking, if you will. Uh, the investments that they are able to make with those extra dollars and uh, their charitable givings and all that makes a difference. And you mentioned the mega events. I think who comes in for those mega events. You know, we look at like the Super Bowl or Waste Management Open or, or an All-Star game or, you know, knock on wood, a World Series game, uh, what that can bring in yeah. from a, a C-suite. Uh, these are the decision makers on yeah. on business relocation. And that's the win. I always tell people, it's like, you know, the Super Bowl is great. Um, my 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 thought on the Super Bowl is, yeah, it brings a lot of room nights in, brings a lot of revenue and uh, that's that's Easter Sunday, let's say, right. and just one blip. The 12 businesses that decided to relocate because of their site visit here for the Super Bowl, that's, yeah. thats that keeps giving. And so that's really where the economic development side of things comes into it. It's placemaking, and what better than have these uh, destination that can host these major events that we get to show off um, what our destination is all about to these decision makers down the road. Uh,
0: one of the in- other interesting things might be a history lesson. You know, 100 years ago, we all wanted to use infrastructure for hastening of economic recovery after an epidemic. That happened to be Spanish flu, and the Yankee Stadium was built largely because of that. Now we're in a situation where we've got to make sure we uh, pandemic has passed, thankfully, but we've got to give ourselves an economic uh, boost. What's your assessment of of that kind of argument as it relates to helping emphasize infrastructure in a region?
1: No, I think it's vitally important. I mean, it, it the fact that we get into, you know, the placemaking, you know, and the development of that, you know, jobs are created. Um, we look at even going back in the history lesson there is, is really creating a spark, if you will, with these, these major investments for that local economy to get started again. Um, this type of, of placemaking makes making efforts. Um, I always look at it as it, it's a, it's a force multiplier is, okay. you know, the more that we can do to make these type of investments, big investments. Um, the more we start to create a buzz around the destination that gets more people excited about what's happening in that destination, that excitement grows into people making real investments and, and creating businesses or moving businesses to that destination. Uh, it puts pressure on our local um, schools and universities to create a workforce, to supply you know, a great uh, uh, working uh, group to um, you know, fulfill the jobs and that. So it, it just continues to propel uh that local economy in a way that is so unique to you can look at other destinations that don't have, don't have these type of uh, major sports venues and so that's yeah. that's always a catalyst and you kind of go back to that first question you asked is like what was some of the things that attracted me to the area uh, this was a big one is you know my bring in some of the that knowledge from my past of, of having worked in big events and, and worked with major teams there is a difference maker when you have uh professional sports that Um, and the facilities they have that can help attract things that are just so unique to an area that not everyone gets to to experience. And that translates into the amateur sports as well, and that really builds that community.
0: And again, an incredibly important point relative to your perception uh, around the country. Most important question I've got. Everybody that I know who's moved from Dallas to Phoenix uh, experiences a four- or uh, 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 five-stroke reduction in their handicap in the first six months of playing. What's (laughs) happened with you? Are you, so are you. I got to be a golfer. You I went. Be a golfer. I went. You know, it's funny. I was just looking at this. I
1: went from an 18 to a 13. So I think there, I just, there you go. I, I'm a little <laughs> better than the average. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's that Perfect. Yeah. You get yep. out here and you see how incredible the golf is out here. Um, you you learn to improve your game fairly quickly and uh, take advantage of it.
0: Ron Price has some amazing perspective on Dallas. What Globe Life Field did to. Arlington and Dallas generally. He brings his expertise to Phoenix. Will help with the Diamondbacks and everybody else. Well, now let's talk about the gambling minute. And we, we have to talk about golf because, obviously, Brooks Kepka wins the PGA Championship three and a half million dollars but he didn't do it for the money he did it for his fifth major and he did it for his inspiration everybody trying to talk about the live tour and uh the pga tour he just wants to win majors and phil mickelson continues to tweet talking about making sure everyone's held accountable one of the reasons why the gaming industry is drawn to golf we do it all the time is casual bets and now one of the largest revenue boosts of anybody is the gaming industry relative to golf and it will continue to grow as we head into the US Open at LA Country Club the Open Championship in Liverpool Royal Birkdale and we head to the FedEx Cup and Ryder Cup and all of the issues with betting first and foremost as we move forward that's your sports gaming issue for the week how about tech minute Apple releases a new 16.5 version with a new sports tab in Apple News. They released it last week with the sports tab. The company said that tapping the My Sports score and schedule cards, very important for them, Apple also released minor updates to other devices, running the iPad 16.5, Ventura 16.4, and otherwise. The multi-view feature works with events like MLS matches, Friday Night Baseball games, certain MLS and MLB live shows. Weeks away from Apple Worldwide Developer Conference, report from Mac Rumors earlier this week noted that Apple is already testing the 16.6 internally, and soon releasing a beta version to developers. 16.5 might not be the final release before that event, and most people can't wait to see what's next. Then, as we normally do, let's talk about philanthropy and the good sports five. Peter Chernin's North Road Company buys a minority stake in Peyton Manning's Omaha Production Company. Peyton, committed to excellence, says Chernin and omaha and words and pictures collaborating on documentaries uh, including horse trainer ed reed behind the eric reed behind the long shot win of rich strike and the 22 kentucky derby and on and on philanthropy front and center brooks kepka winning his fifth major very philanthropic obviously a big issue more to see what he does in the future he's back Real Madrid, Chase, Jude Billingham, Keelan Mbappé, and Davies transfers this summer. The rumor is that Real Madrid will continue to load up as they see how they can generate more and more excitement in the years ahead. And boy, have they so far. Kyle Larson dominates for his third All-Star NASCAR race win. It is a non-counted exhibition match, but good for North Wilkesboro, again a track that's relevant. Atlanta Braves take Quick Crete as their jersey patch partner in a 5-year deal, and it is the first patch for the Braves seen over the weekend. As the Braves faced the Mariners, more and more of these new revenue sources will continue to proliferate in the years ahead. That's our show for the week. We'd like to thank Ron Price for lending his expertise on the vision in Arizona as part of a long-term series on the economic impact of sports facilities and franchises there. I'd like to thank Nick Nielsen for helping us put the show together. We'd like to thank you for listening and watching and staying inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports. See you next time. I'm the Sports Professor Rick Harrell.